The Habib Singh Podcast. It's a huge honor for me to have Anujan Sirikanta on the uh, podcast today. He's uh, a patient of mine and a huge inspiration to me, actually, and um, and will be to you as well once you listen to this podcast. So definitely go and check him out. Before we go any further, please smash the uh, the thumbs up button. Make sure you share this with other people so that they can benefit from this content as well. And also, don't forget to subscribe. So, bro, can you give us uh, a bit of introduction into yourself, how how you got into training? Yeah, um, I'm currently 25. I've been training since I was 15, I'd say. That's just like casual training, like not really uh, doing powerlifting, which is what I do. Um, so 15, I sort of started just going gym casually and then meeting people throughout like my training they kind of inspired me to like like become a powerlifter because of like the way I've trained and stuff and the way um I, I, I'd say like I've always been kind of strong even from a young age like when when I was 15 I remember um starting like I started off like with bench press like, I started off with like struggling on the bar and then within months I was benching like 100 at like 15 years old which is they, they'd say that's pretty impressive so um, that kind of got me into it and then I met a friend that was um, a lot older than me but he was doing powerlifting and he kind of got me into the whole powerlifting thing and training and yeah competing that's amazing so a hundred kilograms at fifteen years old—that's definitely um, that's definitely a gift. Um, and and what I find remarkable is um, some of the people I've interviewed—they've always been really good. Like the first time they they deadlifted or the first time they did something, they were really good. But you said you struggled the first time you you tried to um, bench, right? Yeah, yeah, I was struggling. I've I found some old videos I recently and. Um... Yeah, that like I was looking back at them a couple of months ago, and uh, yeah, that like I, I was literally struggling on doing the bar, and like you, you know how like when you first start, like it's all like wobbly and like you're not doing it properly either. Like I, I remember seeing that I was just like thinking that's kind of bad the way I was doing it, but yeah. So how did you refine your technique? Because obviously the 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 level that you're at now, you probably can't just get there with a natural gift. You've obviously grafted and um your technique's probably on point so do you was that coaching from your friend or did you look online or or did you have other coaching it was like um it kind of progressed over the years I'm, I'm still learning like different things even now like at the start I'd just be watching like YouTube videos see how other people are benching how other people are lifting like their form stuff like that and um just by looking at that, I kind of like changed my technique, and it was better, yeah. But like, it still wasn't perfect, I'd say. And like, as as like from talking to people, like they they tell me to change one thing, and then other people would tell me to change this and that. And so I, I listen, and like I, I just experiment with things, and yeah, I finally think I found like what works for me, but. Uh, even my coach now is telling me to um, change little things to make it even better. So yeah, I guess there's two 
things that come to mind there one is coachability like there's some people who can take on um yeah. feedback and they they can try and um take that on board uh, and those people obviously like do really well it's a great character trait to have um and then the other aspect is within uh within the south asian community and within a community probably there's probably always people at the gym who are like oh yeah you know when i was your age i used to bench a truck and uh you know your finger needs to be over here and all that kind of stuff and um yeah well, a lot of people come to mind when you say that yeah but um no no Obviously, I, I get people like that and I, I still listen to them, but I know, like, in my head, like, that's not really the correct way. Yeah. But, like, I, I'd, I'd see a lot of people um tell me, like, not to arch my back and stuff like that and, like, how it's going to mess up my back and how it's going to cause this and that problem. But I know, like... I still listen, but I know, like, it's sort of wrong. Like, there's a reason why I do it, isn't it? Like, it's just safer for the shoulders and, like, you can just use more of your back and stuff when you do it, but... Yeah, and plus it's your sport, right? Like, who yeah, yeah. powerlifts with a flat back on the bench yeah. press? It's just... Yeah. <laughs> um, so you were, you were going for a world record attempt, right? Yeah, I've actually been chasing it for a while now. Like, um, yeah, I've been chasing it for three, four years. And, like, I'd say I got somewhat close, but then lockdown just completely, like, destroyed my training for two years. So, like, because of that, I didn't really have access to any equipment. I didn't have any, like, equipment at home or, like, a friend's gym that I could have gone to. Mm. Or anything like that. So I was sort of, um, you know, when the first lockdown came about, I think it was six or seven months where I wasn't really doing anything. And then they opened up gyms again, and but that, that lasted like four weeks and then they closed it and they opened mm-hmm. it up and they closed it again and they opened it up. Like it just really just messed up like the flow. Mm. Um, ever since then I've been sort of like struggling even now I'm kind of like struggling to get my rhythm but um, I'm nowhere near like hitting numbers I used to hit and um, yeah I think it's hard with your sport because it's, it's very progressive it's, it's uh, you're having adaptation over a long period of time and then yeah. if you're having if you're having a forced break like that for so, such a long period of time, it's uh a, it's a bit disheartening of a situation because it's yeah. it's out of your hands really. It's, you know, like uh, if you don't. You Funnily know. enough, like the first lockdown, I think that was the longest in it. But when we when when I came back to the gym after that, like within two weeks, I feel like I was getting my strength back. I was getting my groove back, but then. Like, it's literally the last lockdown. I don't know what happened. The last mm. lockdown, was, I just couldn't come back to gym. Like, I I picked up so many, like, little niggles and stuff, and that is just, it's just annoying. Really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what, what does that look like, training for, um, like, a, a world record? Is that... Is it is it similar to training for a powerlifting competition or... or 
is is it like um like a three-day split or are you training every day like do you do a lot of accessory work around the bench press what does your training look like yeah so um i, I don't think anything's like changed like if, if i was just powerlifting as like a normal person and trying to go for a record it's, it's still i think i'm still doing the same thing it's just the record thing is just in the back of my mind like i want to get it eventually and um that's something i'm just going for but um currently i'm doing like i used to do six days a week but now i'm doing like four days but like they're a bit like longer bigger sessions so they kind of cover what i would have done in six weeks uh six days anyways hmm. so, um yeah so I'm, I'm doing four days it's just um, i'm working and stuff man so it's hard for me to do six days so when you were doing six days and you were aiming for that world record, um, yeah. what what do those six days like? Are you benching all of those six days? How does it no, work? It, it, like I said, I'm I'm training for powerlifting and I'm doing the world record thing on like on the side, like in in the back of my head. So um, uh, so when I was doing six days, I was benching like three times a week. I I can't really bench more than that to be fair I feel like I don't recover as much I don't my recovery is not the best uh, I know I know a lot of powerlifters they like to bench like four or five times a week but I, I'm happy with like benching two three times just get longer rest recover better hmm. like if my diet and recovery were like better than what it is then um, I'd probably say I'd like to bench more because I enjoy it as well. That's probably one of my favourite lifts. So I'd like to do it more, but yeah, it's just not sensible at the moment to do it more than three times a week. Okay, so then six days kind of makes sense, right? Because you've got three movements to work on and then you've got accessory movements as well. So what kind of accessory work do you have to do around the bench press? Or do you do any? Yeah, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of like stuff um that's related to the bench press so like a lot of back a lot of um tricep a lot of shoulders and then there'll be stuff like mobility like you can work on your thoracic spine mobility your hip mobility all that will just help towards getting like a better bench press like like if you work on your thoracic spine mobility then um you be able to arch better, arch more efficiently and whatnot. So, yeah. That's amazing. And and I, I call you the Hulk, right? Um, the, when I see you, I, I call you the Hulk. So yeah, you got a baggy jumper on so people can't see what you look like. But I like, obviously um, add some pictures uh, to give them an idea. So do, do you have like a special Hulk diet or um, are you just naturally like that? No, there's, like, a lot of people know this, like, my diet is terrible, like, especially during, like, uni times, I was really struggling, so I, I didn't really get the calories in, that's probably why I was getting, like, so many, like, little niggles and stuff, and that's why I was saying, like, my recovery is not the best, because my, the diet is, obviously, is really important, but it's just not there at the minute, like, I, I think I'm, I'm definitely improving now, like, I'm definitely trying to have four or five uh, meals now, especially because I'm 
working and like my work is a bit labor-ish intensive so um like i'm trying to eat more just so i'm like always fueled up sort of thing but um yeah like uni times i was struggling i was probably getting less than 2000 calories a day which is really bad wow i was supposed to be getting like between 2500 to 3000 but yeah i'd say at the at the moment i'm getting about 3000 calories a day, or 2500 ish and you're you're working them off as well because your your work is manual, right? Um, do you track calories? No, I don't track calories. I, I've tried to track calories. I always like, I always um, end up doing it for like a week and then giving up on tracking calories. It's just I feel like it's an added chore and it's just yeah, I'm the same. It's more like fun if you just 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 do it in it. Like, yeah. Just, I think you need to be a certain kind of person to sit there and enter every single yeah. thing you put in your mouth onto an app. Yeah, exactly. And plus, like, I still like, obviously, I live with my parents and stuff, so I still eat my like, mom's like cooking and stuff. And like, which I can't really. Yeah, same. Stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I just gave up with you. Yes, yeah, I have the same. Uh, problem i've i tried it once like what for a day or two but when you're making roti or bronte like punjabi yeah, food yeah, yeah. it is yeah. it's so variable how every family makes it the the yeah. constituents like whether they're putting oil how much oil they're putting in all this kind of stuff yeah. so it's not accurate um yeah. so it, it seems like a, a bit of a point through this exercise but for some people work so good for good for them so for, for like someone so big you're you're not that heavy right you're eight you compete in is it 80 kilogram category yeah 83 i, I used to be 74 wow actually i, I used to be uh, yeah i used to be 74 but i was actually under 70 kilos at one point wow and I think, yeah, like when I was 20 or 19, I was under 70 kilos and then gradually I was increasing my weight. And I am now at around 81, 82 kilos at the moment. But my peak weight was like pushing 90 when like lockdown was there. And like, I, just, I was just eating and not really burning it off. And and the world the world record what weight and category is it so what weight do you have to be and then what weight are you trying to lift? Uh, what uh, what weight do I have to be? I have to be um, I have to be under eighty three, and I think it currently is like two eighteen or something like that two eighteen or two nineteen. It 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 usually changes by point five like every couple of months. But yeah, and you're 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 regularly benching like two hundred kilograms, right? Uh, a bit less than that, but I, I I used to, but not not really anymore. I haven't really touched anything over one sixty in a couple of months now. But um, before I was definitely hitting like one eighty to one ninety quite regularly. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just mind blowing. Um, it's, it's definitely you definitely have a gift um, and and uh, do you credit your physique to your training or or genetics uh, 
That's a hard one. Uh, it's a bit of both, really. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like, I'd say genetics, because um, I feel like I don't train as hard as other people, but I still have like a decent bulkish like body. Like I, I see like a lot of people criticizing my diet, a lot of people criticizing my training. Like, I'm always like. You know, just like sort of chilled when I'm at the gym. Like I don't go as hard as I can, whereas other people are sort of banging it out and like they're not really making that progress. Yeah, I'd say like you're the kind of people that everyone else hates, right? (laughs) People who look like they're relaxed and enjoying it, but they're making progress. But yeah, like. At the, at the start, I was definitely training hard, but no, sorry. At the start, I was definitely not training hard, but I I am training harder now with like a proper structure and like program. So yeah, I'm definitely making improvements now. But definitely before, like, I'd be the guy that was just like eating like chocolate and stuff in the gym. Uh, I yeah, I was I was bringing like chips and stuff into the gym. Yeah, in there like. And um, the plan that you're on, is that something you've worked on with your coach and your experience in terms of what works for you? Or have you got that from somewhere? I just let my coach uh, program me. Like, I just told him what I want to do, what I want to achieve, and then I just gave him, I just let him do everything to me. And in terms of coaching, if someone wants to get into powerlifting or or, um, this type of, like, strength building... Is there a place they can go to find a coach or should they work off recommendation? What's the best way to get some guidance or go to a PT? I'm not really sure. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't really go to a personal trainer in the gym for powerlifting because I, I feel like they wouldn't know like the specifics of it. Whereas... Um, I found like coaches because I, I obviously I went to um, Loughborough. I was training at Loughborough, so like the gym there, I got to know quite a few people, and there was a lot of powerlifters there. So I, I just got recommendations really, and there was a, there was a lot of coaches there already that knew powerlifting. So I just got I just found them through that. But I'd say like maybe Instagram or and like word of mouth, I guess. Okay. Are there any books or resources that you found helpful um, related to training, mindset, recovery, anything? Books or resources? Um, or people that you follow? There, there is a book that um, that's good for like um, like recovery, like stretches and mobility and stuff like that. I've got the name that I think... Um, that's fine. Sorry. You can message me. Which one? Sorry. Supple leopard. Supple leopard. Yep. Uh, Kelly Starrett's book. Yeah, that, that yep. one, that a very useful book. Um, I've I've borrowed that off of me a few times. It's it's pretty. It's very useful. Yeah. Awesome. Um, there's like stuff you can um watch online, like YouTube. I follow quite a few like powerlifters channel and I, I've watched their like daily life and um, 
like what they get up to and stuff, and it's quite inspiring as well. Nice. But, yeah. Nice. Any that come to mind? Um, powerlifters um, on YouTube, uh, Russell Orhi, uh, to he he's probably the main one to be fair. Okay, I'll yeah. add a link in the description if anyone wants to check that out as well. Um, if you had to give one piece of advice to somebody uh, young who who could be on anything, what would that one piece of advice be? A very general question. A very general question. <laughs> Not, uh, I don't really know about life, but in terms of gym, make sure you take your recovery seriously from a young age. That's what yeah. I'd say. Yep. Nice. And where can people get in touch with you? Instagram at any gym. Yeah. I'll add all of that to the description. I really appreciate this. Um, I know this is a, uh, your, your, you don't, you haven't been interviewed like this before uh, on camera and stuff. So I appreciate um, you giving us the blessing of being the first, first person to be able to do that. And uh, let's get this out to as many people as possible. So more people can know about you, follow you, support you in all that you're doing. And, and like I said, you know, you've, you've got a gift from God and, you know, I'm, I'm confident that you'll be able to get that world record. You've got all the all the potential. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you inviting me on to this as well.